Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout Season 2 of the Preacher's Devo podcast, I will offer you an analysis of 40 of the top Christian hymns of all times. The composition of these hymns range from the 1700s to modern day time. Much of the information found on this podcast can be found at hymnary.org. Today's hymn is titled, O Give Thanks Unto the Lord, Give Thanks. This hymn was written by Eliza E. Hewitt. It is, of course, as implied by its title, a hymn of thanksgiving. Here's verse 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, give thanks, give thanks. Swell the fool, triumphant chord, give thanks. For his wonderful creation, for his glorious salvation, give all praise and adoration. O give thanks, give thanks. Here's the refrain. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. O give thanks, O give thanks. Verse 2. For the way in which he leads, give thanks, give thanks. Timely care in all our needs, give thanks. Daily bread his hand providing, pathway through the seas dividing, through the desert safely guiding, O give thanks, O give thanks. In the final verse. For the greatness of his might, give thanks, give thanks. All in vain his foes unite, give thanks. For his banner, o'er us streaming. For his love, upon us beaming. For his grace, our souls redeeming. O give thanks, O give thanks. And in between each verse, the refrain rings out. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Before we analyze the content of this hymn, let me provide you a little bit of background information on Eliza Edmonds Hewitt. Eliza was known as Liddy. Liddy was born in Philadelphia on June 28th of 1851. She was educated in the public schools and after graduation from high school, she became a teacher. She, however, developed a spinal malady which cut short her career and made her a shut-in for many years. During her recuperation, she studied English literature. She felt a need to be useful to her church, so she began writing poems for the primary department as well as a few hymns. She went on to teach Sunday school and take an active part in the Philadelphia Elementary Union and became superintendent of the primary department of Calvin Presbyterian Church. Shout out, by the way, to all of our Sunday morning connect or Sunday school teachers out there who spend time teaching our children how to love the Lord in His Word. Now let's examine the hymn. It begins with an exclamation, an exclamation of praise, or even a call to praise. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Give thanks, give thanks. This familiar phrase is found throughout the psalm, especially, for instance, on Psalm 136, which begins with the very words, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Now, throughout the hymn, Hewitt encourages us to praise God, to give thanks to Him, to praise Him with thanksgiving. I'm reminded of the fact that even when we pray, when the Apostle Paul encouraged the church to pray, we are to come with God with our prayer and requests with thanksgiving. 
thanksgiving equals praise. That is, of course, what the psalmist is also telling us when he says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. We'll get to that in just a moment. Now she continues, Swell the full triumphant chord. In other words, play the strings as hard as you can and give thanks to the Lord. Now, what are we supposed to thank God for? Well, she clarifies. She says, give thanks for his wonderful creation. Of course, when we see the world and all that there is, we can't help but be thankful to God for sustaining it, for making the earth spin the way it does, for the sun to be at a distance where, you know, we are not scorched for the winds to come to clean things, for the trees and for the earth to provide for our existence. Well, again, so we need to give thanks to God for his creation. And then she adds after that, we give thanks to God for his glorious salvation. Now, if there's one thing that all Christians need to be thankful for, it is our salvation, no matter when. Even when we celebrate, for instance, the holiday of Thanksgiving, we must be most of all thankful for the salvation that we have because it is indeed glorious. It is God-given, and we didn't earn it. God did. Now, it's interesting here that she uses a superlative saying, give all praise and adoration to God. Oh, give thanks, give thanks. Now, as, as we know, God is the one who deserves all praise. He is worthy of it, first of all. And second, he is the main recipient of thanksgiving. The psalmist made it clear. God is worthy to be thanked for because he not only is good, but because of his mercy, which endures forever. And his mercy here is a, a better translation for it is actually his love, his covenant love. Traditionally, the word chesed is translated from the Hebrew as mercy here in Psalm 136, but it literally is the word love. So when the psalmist writes in Psalm 136, he expresses the thanks saying, Chodu la Adonai kitov, ki leolam chasdo. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good, for his mercy endureth forever. Then in verse 2, he says, Chodu ha-elohim ki le'olam chasdo. And then he goes on. And by the way, this means, Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. Now, if you do an analysis of Psalm 136, you notice that the very second stanza of every, or the second part of each of the sentences in the verse is the phrase, Ki le'olam chasdo, for his love endures forever. There is an idea of the echo of God's love being the impetus for our thanksgiving. And as the psalmist is communicating, if it is to endure forever, then we must sing it that way. That's why it keeps going back to, Ki le'olam chasdo, Ki le'olam chasdo, Ki le'olam chasdo, for the whole chapter, for all 26 verses of Psalm 136. You get the idea. Now, verse 2 reminds us that God is worthy of praise. Why? Because He leads us. How does He lead us? So actually, um, Hewitt says, we give thanks to Him for the way in which He leads. Well, He leads us every day. He guides us in the paths of righteousness. Now, she also says, we give thanks to Him because of His timely care in all our needs. All of them. Every single one of them. God is acquainted with every single one of our needs. He doesn't necessarily give us what we want every time, but He does take care and provide for our needs. 
Then she also says, we give thanks to him for daily bread in his hand providing. What does that mean? Well, we are reminded of Jesus' prayer. Give us today our daily bread. Of course, God is the one that provides for us. She also says, a pathway through the seas dividing or through the desert safely guiding. She's speaking here of the various challenges that we experience here on earth, the valleys and the the oceans that we have to cross, spiritually speaking, even emotionally speaking, and God always there to provide us a way out. And for that, we need to be thankful for. Now, in the last verse, then she says, we must give thanks to Him for the greatness of His might. Stop for a moment and think about that. God is the God of the universe. He is mighty. He is powerful. We need to be thankful for that because He upholds everything by the power of His hands. He is in total control. We can trust Him. So we must give thanks and give thanks, just as Hewitt mentions in her hymn. And then finally, Hewitt reminds us that we need to give thanks because all of the foes that unite against us, all the enemies that unites, uh, unite against us are not enough to withstand His might. He is our banner. He is the one who provides us with love and care. And finally, this is possibly one of the most important little verses and or excuse me, lines in the verses of all of the hymn is we must give thanks for his grace, our souls redeeming. Again, going back to the beginning that we spoke of, of the glorious salvation that's provided us. We give thanks for the grace of God that was bestowed upon us and redeemed us from darkness into the light. Oh, give thanks. Give thanks. I hope that today you will stop and thank God for your salvation. Thank God for the way that he has redeemed you if you are a Christ follower and for redeeming your soul from the power of sin, from the sway of the devil, and from the consequence, the eternal consequence of eternal damnation in hell. Jesus conquered it all, and for that we give thanks. Well, folks, that's it for our analysis of today's hymn. Now, before we go, let me offer you your Hebrew and Greek word of the day, and it is the word thanks. In the Hebrew, the word thanks is the word todah, todah. In Psalm 136, it appears as hodu. Toda is the root word, but hodu le adonai kitov. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. In the Greek, it is the word eucharisteo, eucharisteo, which some would even say eucharisteo, which is where we get the word eucharist. The word Eucharist means celebration or thanksgiving. So when we take of the Lord's Supper, we think of giving thanksgiving. Now, we are reminded here of Luke chapter 22, verse 17, where Jesus took the cup and he eucharisteo, he gave thanks. And he said, take this and divide among yourselves and so forth and so on. Well, friends, that's it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Though I was unable to find a rendition of Hewitt's song, I do want to offer you a song of thanksgiving by a Jewish worship singer named Joshua Aaron. This song is titled, Give Thanks, or in the Hebrew, Hodu. Enjoy.
Good. 